Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Forbes Factor. I've got to tell you, if you're listening live, 2023, March 8th, it is International Women's Day. And you know what I am? I am woman, hear me roar. What a great day. Uh, I do think, though, every 364 of the other days is also International Women's Day. But you know what? I'll take what I can get. So I'm very excited today to announce that, in fact, I am a woman. A woman who's... Just kidding. I don't want to go down that road and be political and weird. Uh, It took a long time to become my own woman, though. And I think that's what we're going to talk about today. For many of you, I, I teach so many women and men... And there always seems to be this underlying current of I'm working on finding my purpose. What am I supposed to be doing? How do I figure it out? And I will tell you that it is an evolution. There is a process to becoming a successful woman. And I don't know that I have the answer. I only have my perspective, my point of view. But I do know that I'm raising the next generation of women. I've got a 20-year-old daughter who runs a company who I've watched her become who she is watching me, watching me fail watching me succeed and I've come to one conclusion if you are a mother just listen to this write this down your children don't care what you tell them they really don't they care they see what you do and they seem to make their own conclusions about it so you can tell them all you want but my thought for you as a woman listening to this today do me a small favor look in the mirror and just simply say I give you permission I hereby grant you permission to be extraordinary, to be wonderful, to believe that beauty is on the inside and it radiates through your eyes and your smile and your heart. And I will tell you, I am proud of all the women I've ever met. And I've met the most interesting cross-section of humanity. I've got a beautiful woman in my life. Her name is Candy Lynn. She stands three foot four inches tall. She's a Zumba instructor. She's Chinese. She's super fit. And I've watched her go through life, you know, at the height of my thighs and how she views the world. I've got a basketball player who's six foot five as a woman. And you're like, wow, yeah, very different perspective on life. And everything in between, young, old, I have a woman's summit coming up, you guys. If you're listening to this live, it's at the end of this month. I've got a 20-year-old and I've got a 97-year-old. I am very blessed that one of the most powerful women in my life is not only 97, but she is the wife of Jack LaLanne. She grew up during the 50s. She was the beautiful wife, supportive mother. And now he's been gone for almost nine years, how she's come into her own. So today's show is dedicated to that. And I brought to you a sister from another mother. Uh, Turns out I'm Ukrainian. I didn't always know that. I thought I was Russian. I don't know where Russia is. I lost my grandparents before I, when I was tiny, I speak a little Yiddish. What do I know? All I know is I never look like anybody else. And people would say to me, well, Forbes, and I know we're on radio, you can't really see this. They would say, Forbes, are you uh, Hispanic? Are you Italian? I'm like, Russian. And they're like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Hard to tell. And now I have met the queen of all Ukrainians, uh, a woman who is a successful businesswoman and a mentor of mine. My daughter's vacuuming the house. I'm going to have to get her to stop that. (laughs) Can you guys hear that? If you're hearing it, I'll turn it off in a second. But she is a woman who started out 
owning a retail clothing store, and now she sits on top of an empire. I'm so excited to introduce you to my friend. I'm very proud to say that, Miss Marina Wari. Marina, welcome to the stage. Oh, thank you so much, Forbes, for such a beautiful introduction. It's uh, my great honor and pleasure to be today with you. And happy International Women's Day. As women, we celebrate ourselves, and hopefully not just today. Hopefully, uh, all of you men listening, uh, you celebrate your women, your mothers, your wives, your significant others, your daughters, every day of the year, but today especially. Doesn't it feel fun? It's like, oh, this is kind of cool. All right. So I want to get into the story. As I look at you, you look bright and young and just effervescent. And when people learn who you really are, they're going to be blown away. But let's go back to the homeland. Let's go back to the Ukraine. Tell me about life there growing up. You know, it was interesting because uh, when I was growing up, it was not actually Ukraine yet. It was the Soviet Union. So that's a whole interesting story on its own because it was a communist country with a lot of socialism and, uh, you know, religion was prohibited. And it, it was just interesting, interesting experience. And I think, you know, a lot of things we we did not have much, right? Uh, like moving to the United States 15 years ago, I learned that fruit and vegetables can be in your grocery store, not only during the seasonal times, right? We, uh, when I was growing up, we had huge malls, but with a lot of empty shelves. And there would be like one truck for all the boys and would be one doll for all the girls. And the difference between those dolls would be like different color of the dress, but it's still the same doll. And so once in a while on your birthday, you would get uh, three or five or 10 different dolls, sometimes the same color, sometimes different color of the dress. And um I think that I, um, because of that upbringing uh, and because we had to be creative, because we had to, you know, do something different and uh, stand out with the same resources that everybody had, um, I think I attribute my, first of all, resourcefulness and my creativity to that kind of a, a lifestyle that we had at the time. I have several friends who grew up in the Soviet mm-hmm. Union now living in the States uh, and a couple from Poland. Do you know that life might be different somewhere else or did you just accept that that's the way it is? Uh, You know, especially growing up, I did not know exactly what's happening uh, around the globe and like United States specifically. It looks so far away and it's been like such a whole different concept, especially, you know, during the Cold War time. And uh, they're going to be like there was a lot of protection uh, inside of the country. So we did not know much about we know that the world is big, but what's happening around the globe was not necessarily something that we knew. And then when the Soviet Union collapsed, and Ukraine became as independent country because like all these different republics became independent countries. That's when kind of like that uh, barrier started lifting off, that folks started lifting off. And we started realizing as like, oh, it is a big world out there and people living different lives and have different experiences. Um, so that's kind of like been an introduction to what is happening around the globe. Well, question for you. So you've lived here for 15 years and you're noticing, I'm sure like we all are, a little shift in our government, in our perspective. Um, I just want, can you, how do you feel about how America is shifting at the moment? And should we be a little concerned? Because I don't think, now growing up here, we had 100% freedom, as far as I can remember and figure out. I could say whatever I wanted, do whatever I wanted, no one ever said anything. Now all of a sudden, you say the wrong thing, you are canceled, you are chastised, you are told you cannot do things, things are censored, and it's all of a sudden feeling very different. And I don't think anyone who grew up the way I did thinks that's even possible that it could ever be different. 
I mean, I, when Regina told me a whole story about how she used to get coupons for meat and bread. And I'm thinking, really? How is that possible? Yeah, I mean, it's like different different experiences and different upbringings definitely uh, bring its own toll into our life and experiences that we see moving forward. Uh, when I moved to United States, it's it's been a kind of like eye opening in one uh, in one way uh, because of the freedoms that are here. But also sometimes, and <clears throat> obviously, I'm not I'm not gonna get political over here. But uh, I feel like sometimes as um, as an immigrant, we have a little bit of a different attitude towards things. First of all, I respect uh, the freedoms here in a such a, in more powerful way because I knew what it means not to have it. Right. right. So sometimes I keep telling my husband, uh, who is American, uh, and the reason why I move into this country, uh, I keep telling him, like, babe, you guys do not understand what you have. Right. Because like when I got uh, when I became a citizen, when I got my passport, I was like, you will never understand the value of this blue piece of paper. The struggles that I had to go through to make uh, that happen and to become a citizen and the pride that I have uh, because it became my home. Right. Uh, As much as I love Ukraine, it gave me everything and made me who I am today. But this country, United States, uh, I spent the last 15 years of my life and uh, I grew into loving and respecting this country. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying that uh, we live in the la-la land here. We have our challenges as a country. But I also see that people who are coming from um, the background where they had to be creative, where they had to be resourceful, we see the opportunity everywhere. I respect the opportunity and the freedom this country provides on a such a high level. Like, <clears throat> for example, I, I travel a lot and once in a while we would come to Miami and I'm looking at all these beautiful beaches and they're not organized. I was like, man, you know, you guys need a little bit more immigrants over here so we can clean up this beach. We can put a little restaurant over here. We can create a nightclub because I'm coming from the sea that is on the Black Sea in Ukraine, Odessa, beautiful, beautiful. Um, it's unfortunate what's happening in my country right now, but before the war, it was the absolutely touristy spot that everybody loved to come in the summer and very entrepreneurial town and people are making money. People are excited to help each other and grow businesses. So um, I'm coming from that culture. So I'm always seeing the opportunities. I'm always like, okay, how I can fix something, how I can make things better, how I can, you know, create a business when there is no business, where it's just the sand. Uh, So my mind is always working this way. Now, I, I want to put into perspective for everyone's listening. I have a lot of people listening. So you come from this. What did your parents do? Um, my, my mom worked at, the, um, uh, it was actually a shipping company, but not in the way you would think shipping company with ships, right? So the big cargo ships, they, um, because we have a huge port uh, in my hometown and those cargo ships would move cargo from all over the world. So she was working in that company as one of the, um, like, not execs, but the um, employees uh, managing the business side of things. Uh, and my dad, uh, he was a captain on the cargo ship. So uh, I've been uh, on the sea and on the ships a lot. <laughs> so I just want to, again, because looking at you, if I just look at you, you look like anybody. You look like a beautiful model. You look like a mom, but you're not. And this is what I want to preface. And I don't want to embarrass you, but you have a mouse with you and your husband, an empire, and, and I just want to let people understand what that means in terms of the amount of people that you reach and where you've come so that we can now then follow the journey from the beginning. How do you describe the empire if someone's to go, Marina Wari is or sits on what? 
Uh, I would say um, the the company that my husband Eric and I founded uh, now almost 15 years ago is uh, the largest training uh, organization for uh, small business entrepreneurs, specifically network marketing. Uh, we are generic trainers. We do not have our own network marketing company, so to speak. We don't promote a specific product or service uh, like majority of those companies. We, uh, if you know what network marketing is, the language would be we're the sponsors for the entire profession, we're the teachers for the entire entire profession. And uh, I think that, uh, first of all, Eric is the first person who actually referred to network marketing as a profession, which actually applies that there is a mindset that you need to develop. There is a skill set that you need to learn because it is a profession, right? Uh, it's more of an entrepreneurial venture where a lot of people, most of us coming uh, as employees and we've been raised as employees. Uh, but when you go into the business uh, for yourself, when you become a small um entrepreneur and or uh, solopreneur or whatever it might be, uh, that's a whole different mindset. Entrepreneurship is a whole different attitude. It's a whole different skill set. It's a whole different way of thinking. So that's what we do. We teach and the employee mentality people coming to this entrepreneurial venture, we teach them how to think different. We teach them uh, the skills necessary so they can be successful. That's what we do. And that is what you guys need to hear. But when I'm introduced, for example, in an effort to qualify the level of success. Uh, I'm often introduced as someone who's grossed two and a half billion dollars through a direct sales, whether it's on infomercials or live home shopping. When you talk about the world's largest company in that arena, is there a number that you guys can attach to that going? Because I just want to show, I want to show the skyscraper and then I want to go, you built this. Yeah, well, network marketing as a profession generates uh, $200 billion revenue, annual revenue, and it has over 100 million people from all over the world participate in different capacities. And we are the largest training company for that group of people. So I don't know if that's the number that you're looking for. Well, it it puts puts a little into perspective until you take a tour of her house. I ended up taking a tour of her old house, which was a little smaller than most hotels I stay in. And I have not been to your new one, but I've heard, I've heard stories. It sits there in Vegas. Now, let's go back to a girl who's working in a retail clothing store. And for all my entrepreneurs who, who don't need, I, I want to understand how you architected your dreams and how you personally manifest them into reality. You know, I uh, first of all, um, when I was a little girl, my my mom and my grandma installed in me that I'm smart, I'm powerful, I can achieve everything I want in life. And I think this was the biggest gift that I got in life and the most important gift, right? Because that gave me the attitude to move the mountains. And I, I was small when they told me that. So I was naive enough and I believed that. And I started my journey with that kind of attitude. So when I started my own business uh, at 18 years old, first of all, I got an internship, I think it was like 14 or 15 years old. Um, um, in one of the companies, and I realized I'm unemployable. And once I realized that, okay, I, wait, 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 back, wait, back, back. <laughs> and I, there's two things I want to just share with everybody because it's the concept is so precious. Number one, because I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, most people don't get that gift. Most people are not told that they're unstoppable. Many of you listening to me were told things like, oh, money doesn't grow on trees. It's hard. You got to work your whole life. You'll never get ahead. We're not anybody. We don't have an education, blah, blah, blah. So just that nugget, how did that nugget affect when you raised your children? 
It, it affected me tremendously because um, years forward, first of all, I went through my ups and downs. Uh, I became a single mom. I went through divorce. I lost all of my assets. I lost all of my empire that I built at that time. <clears throat> and I lost my confidence because um, I, I was in a relationship that was not serving me. Uh, my ex was a narcissist who was uh, all about himself. And I was not physically abused, but I was verbally abused. And honestly, first of all, nobody can be or should be abused ever not man not a child not a woman nobody uh, but I feel like you know for me personally I, I can I can take a punch right I can withstand that but what do you do when you break my heart what do you do when you break my soul what do you do when you know my entire confidence was shredded and I was looking in the mirror and I was disgusted by the reflection I saw in it so I lost that confidence and it took me time to find this woman again it took me time to rebuild oh her. you know what wait, wait, we are live <laughs> we've got three minutes for our first break is this so juicy just before we leave let's go back to the little girl you said a word and i'm going to have you take this into the break you discovered you were unemployable at yep. what age and how what does that mean i was about 14 14 or 15 years old when uh, i was doing an internship and i was clocking in clocking out in the summer hours uh, doing my job as and i realized i'm not gonna do this for the rest of my life this is not for me there is something better out there and i better find it <clears throat> so i still got my degree i still got my diploma i'm a banker by education uh so i was i started my journey as um learning the the degree uh, of my potentially future profession but at the same time as like, eh, I'm probably not going to work in the bank. So I started my business when I was 18. That, so that's the first part. We're going to take a break in about a minute. She started her first business. So for many of you, what is, is the secret sauce just to start your first one? Whether you succeed or fail to just put your foot in the door, especially if somebody's doing a side hustle, would that be the recommendation you would say? I, I think so, because uh, at the end of the day, there is no right time. There is no such a thing as a perfect timing for anything. Uh, there are always going to be challenges. There are always going to be obstacles. Uh, when I started, I had no clue what I'm doing, right? I didn't know all the answers. I, I never seen somebody do that. Nobody taught me how to do that. So I had to figure out and learn as I went. And I think that's the scariest part for a lot of people. But once in a while, you have to take the leap of faith and you have to start. I just had a little vision. I saw you as Marina the Warrior, but spelt differently. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to take our first commercial break. Uh, you listen to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And in the celebration of International Women's Day, I've got one of the shining stars that I've wanted to meet for such a long time. When we come back, I will tell you the very cool way that I manifested this woman into my life. And I'm so glad that I did. All right, you guys, we'll be right back after this commercial. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. 
Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though, so this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Forbes Factor. You see my beautiful guest next to me. I always wanted to be like gorgeous with blonde straight hair. I can tell you that that's one of those things growing up. I don't know what you wanted to look like, but that look... That's what I wanted. I can't tell you, fussy, fluffy over here. Her name is Marina Wari. She's more than just beautiful inside and out. She's insanely successful. And what I mean by that is not only as a wife, as a mother of a blended family, but as a businesswoman and a role model. And I want to unpack that. I was on the phone, Marina, just yesterday, the very powerful coach who has a nine, uh, an eight-figure business. And she was talking about how she has not, she, she can't find a mentor right now. Mm -hmm. Her last mentor was in the corporate world, and she's been looking and praying for that. And I thought, isn't that an interesting thing when you get to a certain level? What does mentorship mean to you? Oh, it's everything. Because uh, here's the thing. Um, My husband is teaching that um, we are the average of five people we're spending most of the time with, right? So if you really think about it, if you look at the circle of your friends, um, you pretty much, you read what they read, you talk like they talk, you eat what they eat, you hang out in the same circles. And if you look at your salary, you're probably on the average of those five people. And a lot of times people think is that, oh, I want to be at the top of my five. And that's not necessarily the right way to do because guess what? What average does, right? It's going to bring you down. If you have people who are making less, that average going to make you make less or think less or have a less of a vision. So I'm always trying to be at the bottom of my five so I can grow. So that top can pour into me, help me see a bigger vision, help me uh, give me the tools and the strategies necessary so I can grow. Because I believe like we're either growing or we're dying. There is no nothing in between. Uh, the top of the mountain, in my opinion, is a peak and there is no flat surface out there. So you either continue to climb higher and higher or you're going to start sliding down. And that's why I constantly try to surround myself with people who are much smarter than me, who are much more successful than me, who are much more influential than me. Because like I said, if I'm the smartest person in the room, I'm in the very wrong room. 
Oh, see, I, I mean, that's like an insane level of humbleness coming from you. And that's one reason I'm grateful that we connected. And by the way, when we talk about social medias, one of my favorite over the, over COVID had been Clubhouse. Did you enjoy that when it first started? It was fun. It was actually a lot of fun. I met a lot of beautiful people and uh, you as well. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know, it's funny, I'd heard, I'd watched your husband a few times, I'd heard about you in, in the ether, and I was in a room, it must have been a thousand people there, and I'm just looking around, and I believe the universe has beautiful ways to nudge you, and you can hear it, and you can feel it, and manifest it, and by accident, I just punched on her face, and the next thing I know, I'm in a room with Marina and I, and I'm like, oh, wow, oh, cool, oh, this is so cool, you know, get, and then she starts talking to me, I'm like, this is so crazy cool, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I know who you are. I mean, what, did, what was that experience like when I, when you popped in there? It was, it was actually, first of all, it was unexpected, but I was thrilled that uh, you wanted to talk to me, even though it was accidental. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, she's a powerful woman. And that's what I love. You know, I love to surround myself with uh, powerful women. And so I was just thrilled to be in the same room with you just to talk a little bit and just find out a little bit more of who you are and uh, what excites you, what motivates you. Uh, so hopefully we can be friends. And uh, years later, now here we are. Uh, sharing the same stage. <laughs> is, is your mom still alive? Yes, she is. I'm, I'm blessed. Is she a good role model for you? Yeah, she um, she did a lot of things by like giving me that uh, belief in me. That was the biggest thing, and that uh, my grandma was uh, another strong woman in me uh, in my life who created that belief and confidence and strength in my life. So I, I'm grateful to have these strong women in my life. You know, and it's funny, my mother was very strong in some levels and not so good in others. And she didn't go out a lot, but as a person, you knew she was a force to be reckoned with. And as you're saying this, she believed, she instilled in me that I could do anything, which was crazy. And because of that, I had my first massive success even as a teenager. And I don't think I realized or respected that because I didn't respect that she didn't want to travel the world, that they weren't social, that they weren't superstars. And it's funny what you like and what you don't like. But I grew up in a world where I looked at everybody as better. I don't know why, but everyone on television or at an award show. And so to this day, unfortunately, as powerful as I am and wildly successful, I get weirdly starstruck by the craziest things. Don't know why that is. Maybe it keeps me humble. But having this, hanging out with powerful women, especially you and a couple of my new friends, we walk a very delicate balance by being strong, but also being this little girl who loves to have friends, and like you said, I think sit in a hot tub and glass of wine and giggle. And it's an interesting balance being a woman that I don't see the same differential in men. I don't think they have to wear different hats. Am I wrong? Uh, as women, we have to wear multiple hats and we actually need to be good at all of them, right? We have to be a spouse or a significant other in a relationship. So we have to take care of our men. We have to take care of our children. We have to be a role model, like you said, for our children. Uh, those of us who pursue the entrepreneurship or just a job or career of some sort, that's another layer of complexity. So people and women specifically who have to juggle all these multiple hats, it's hard. It's hard. And especially if even if you're just a homestay mom, it's insanely hard to take care of the kids, to take care of the household. And the crazy part, nobody gives you credit for it. Everybody thinks like, oh, you're just, you know, laying on the couch all day and you're just doing nothing. That's not that's not true. So juggling all these many roles, I think it's hard on one side, but that's also what makes us special, right? That's also what makes us like, I get, uh, my husband constantly laughs at me because like, I feel like I, in my head, 
I have a 4th of July fireworks every single time, right? Because like I have so many thoughts. I have so many ideas. I just all the time. It's like all this fire flow. And every time I'm trying to have a conversation with him, I was like, boom, 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 jumping from one topic to another topic. He's like, whoa, baby, slow down, slow down. I feel like I just drank from the fire hose. So I was like one thought at a time because man cannot process that much information in a such a short period of time. And guys, I love you and appreciate you. And I'm saying that with all respect. Uh, but I like from my husband, I see that and he's like, babe, just slow down. So I think we're so good at multitasking because we have to. And we just kind of like we're taking that whole thing to the whole next level. <laughs> All right. So now I'm going to rewind and go business wise. You started. Let's just track for everybody who's watching how you started your first business, how you built an empire, how you lost that. Let's go that route. So I, um, I built my store. I started my store when I was 18 years old. Uh, it was um, for little kids, everything that you need for babies all the way from newborn uh, to 14, clothes, food, toys, shoes, anything you can imagine. So it was a nice boutique and I loved it. And I think that because I was so passionate about what I do, a lot of times people did not even know that I'm uh, the owner of the business because I was on the floor as a salesperson, so passionately talking about all these cool things that people could buy in the store. And I had a blast. It was the greatest time of my life. Um, I was making a lot more money that uh, my generation and the kids of my age. Um, and in around 21 years old, I discovered network marketing. So I started building that too. So I have like two businesses going and that actually um, involvement in network marketing helped me to uh, see a different opportunity in the way of it expanded my imagination, uh, hanging out with people who have big goals, big dreams, who are go-getters. It was so much fun. And um, I was super excited about that. But like I said, my relationship at that time was not necessary nurturing and growth supporting relationship. I was constantly told that I'm a bad wife, that I'm a bad mother, that uh, I'm a bad businesswoman and everything is my fault. And when you repeated that million times, you start believing it. And I started believing that. And uh, over that season, I lost that confidence. And because of that, I also bought into the story of being a stay-at-home mom and uh, allowed my ex at the time, uh, my husband at that time, to run my business. And as you can imagine, that didn't work out. And here I am in the broken marriage, uh, about to become a single mom, no money. I lost all of my assets. I lost all of my business because every time I would say, hey, I don't think we should do this with our finances. I don't think this is the right way to run the business. I was told, be quiet, woman. I know what to do. And I still kind of like even saying that like right now, I cannot even imagine like how I did not say anything back, how I did not say that's not how I want to be treated. But I guess because I was submitted uh, like like punched so many times into my core, into my belief system that I did not even have that fighting chance or even say that's not okay to say things like that. So I lost all of that. So here I am in my mid-30s, single mom, um, no money, no income, no assets, no nothing. And 
that was the time when I got back into network marketing uh, because I had to quit that business for a season. Uh, so I finally got back because I was, you know, what's interesting. Uh, I, like I said, I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. And I started talking to all of my successful friends. I was like, hey, listen, I, I need a job or I need a business that I, I cannot invest a lot of money because I don't have any money, but I want to make a good income and I want to have a time freedom because I have two little children and I need to make sure that I take care of them, bring them to school, uh, go to the practices and stuff like that. I love to travel. So I want to travel the world. I want to have that time freedom. I want to have a, make a lot of money. I want to do all of those things. And they're just looking at me and laughing. It's like really crazy. Business like this doesn't exist. If you want to make a lot of money, you need to have a lot of money to start the business so you can eventually make the money. And the time freedom is not going to be there. So in my head, it took me a while to realize that I was describing network marketing for a while. And I was like, wait a minute, I know how to build this business. I know what it takes. Let me go back to that and start from scratch and um, make some money so I can feed my kids, so I can provide for the roof over their heads. And that's how I got back into the business. And uh, fairly soon, about like six months in or so, uh, I met my future husband, Eric. And I was still, uh, I was separating with my husband at the time. And I was still, you know, going through the tough time in my head because uh, my parents separated when I was three years old. Mm. Uh, I separated with uh, the father of my daughter when she was three years old. And my son was three years old at the time. So you see the sequence. And I was like, okay. And I don't know what you guys believe in. And uh, I felt like there is a curse on my family. And if somebody has to finish it, it's going to be me. So I was like, I'm going to suck it up and I'm going to break that curse on my children. When their kids are three years old, they don't separate their loved ones and they continue live happily forever after. <clears throat> so, and I was kind of like, when I was talking to Eric about this, he's like, uh, one thing that you need to realize because you, in your head, you're doing that as a sacrifice for your children's future. But what do you think going to serve your children better? Seeing you being unhappy, seeing you crying yourself to sleep every single night, seeing you living beneath of your potential, or you being happy, you being loved, you being appreciated, you being supported, you being uh, shining at your highest potential. What do you think going to give them a better future? And, you know, there is a moment in our lives when it just like my entire life kind of like went in front of my eyes and probably in like 30 seconds. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's so right. Because once my kids, you know, somebody gonna tell them boo, you know, somebody gonna tell and bully my daughter or my boy. And when they come to me and say, mom, I'm having all these troubles. And of course, as the loving mothers, we would just say, it's like, no baby, you got this. You're so powerful. You're so smart. You can achieve everything in life. And guess what? They would ask me, well, if I can do it, why you didn't do it? And I would not have anything to answer. And that was a wake-up call for me. That's when I realized, wait a minute, I'm not sacrificing for them uh, by staying in this broken relationship. I am actually using them as an excuse because I'm afraid, because I don't have the guts to go out and make it happen. So it, it changed my entire thinking. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to become an example to my children. I'm going to show them what's possible. I'm going to find that love. I'm going to find my soulmate. And I'm going to show them what the real relationship should look like, what the marriage should look like, and what are the possibilities inside of the business are. So that's kind of like 
when I came out on the other side, but get, it still was not easy because I had to find that woman still because her self-esteem and her courage was not where it is today. If you're listening to this, I'm just sitting here going, where were you 10 years ago? And But you still just really hit home about what kind of example am I? And if they can do it, why can't I? That's that's amazing. I, I don't even know how to, it's like, just touch my heart here. How did you, we've got four minutes to my next break. How did you regain or rebuild this sense of confidence? Uh, power of mentors. That's when I was surrounded uh, because um, Eric was already inside of network marketing space. And this space has a lot of personal development. Uh, so I was surrounded by people like Bob Proctor, Lisa Nichols, and, uh, you know, um, um, Jim Rohn at the time. I mean, all these amazing, wow. powerful people who were uh, not necessarily were my friends at the time, but they I, w- I was learning from their books and from their videotapes at that time. And uh, every events, everything that I could possibly learn from them, I was picking up those pieces and step by step, my confidence started growing. And um, inside of our business with my husband, now husband, Eric Worry, uh, I started kind of like, okay, first of all, I couldn't find my place in my role in it. But then I started, like, we realized that he has his amazing skills and talents. I have my skills and talents. So we started not competing, but actually combining those uh, skills and talents. And I realized that I'm really good at business. I'm really good at running things. I'm really good at logistics. So he's like, okay, babe, you run that side of business and I'm going to be the talent. I'm going to be the visionary. I'm going to be marketing things. And, you know, every little victory in my journey at the time built my confidence. Every little little step when I was like, oh, you know what? I'm actually not that bad. I actually can do things. So that that helped me grow my confidence one step at a time and a constantly positive messages and constantly learning and growing and stretching myself uh, as a journey. That's what helped me to get to where I am today. And I'm just warming up. I'm, I'm, I still have a long way to learn and grow, uh, but I'm excited about that journey. I love that. We got a couple of minutes before we have to go say hi to our sponsors. Marina's got an amazing event coming up and the price tag, as you would imagine, is really, it's free. It's totally free. You get to hang out and learn from the best of the best. And when you see the studio that she's going to be producing this from, you're going to go, what? You own Disneyland? All right. You're going to want to know more about that when we come back. Also, Marina, just real quick in the one minute we have left, when you keep saying network marketing, if someone's never heard that word, what would you say very quickly that is? It's a, it's a solopreneurship. So when you decide that you want to be in business for yourself, you find a company that uh, has project, uh, has services, products, and stuff like that. So they take care of all the logistics, but you bring your entrepreneurial desire, you bring your leadership, you bring your passion, you lock arms with companies like that. Um, and that's going to be a huge support for you. So I think that if you have an entrepreneurial muscle in your body, uh, Google Network Marketing, there is a lot of interesting stuff out there, but uh, follow the the good stuff and find the company that associates with your core values and what you want to do and uh, become a professional in it. It's it's a great journey of becoming an entrepreneur. I love that. And we come back, we'll delve a little bit more into that in our last segment. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And I'm bringing you all three today. So don't go away. Come right back after this. We don't follow, we lead. Join us. 
the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. I'm here with the one and only Miss Amazing Marina Wari. This segment has gone so fast. There's so much wonderful information. I'm going to invite you to check us out on Spotify, Pandora, and of course, my home platform of Voice America, heard all around the world. This is a very powerful conversation between two women who came from very little and have amassed a whole lot but still feel they're both on a journey. And I, just like you, it doesn't matter what mountain I get to, I only see the next one. Yes? And not in a bad way, but that's what keeps you going. People often ask me, why do you do what you do? I mean, I show up relentlessly day in and day out. Marina, what keeps you doing what you do? Uh, like I said at the beginning, you know, I had the confidence and I lost it through my journey and it took me time to build that confidence. And it made me realize that there are, first of all, millions of little girls just like me who had that gift from the early age, uh, who were told that they're strong and powerful and can achieve everything they want. And then they lost it through life. Uh, I wanted to tell these girls that um, I want to help them to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I want to help them to rebuild that confidence, to rebuild that self-belief. And for millions and millions of women who did not have that gift since they were a little girl, who were told that you are nothing, that you're nobody, you are uh, not meant to build an empire, you're meant to wash dishes, and that's about it, or be a support in somebody else's puzzle and dream picture. Uh, I want to tell these women as well that that's not the case. You're capable of so much more. Uh, and give them the skills and the tools necessary. I think that there is nothing sexier than confident and financially independent woman. And that's what drives me, to help women to build that belief in themselves, to help them create that financial freedom, not just for themselves, but for generations to come. Um, that's my biggest motivation. That's my pow- uh, passion. And that's why I do what I do, you know? 
Well, what's exciting about you, and I want everyone to unpack this too. You, number one, you don't do it alone. Number two, you're not only not bitter about a past relationship, you're in a very loving relationship and a blended mom, and you're doing all of that. And by the way, we often talk about work-life balance. I don't know. Things are always a little out of balance, but you figured out some things. I want everyone to hear. First of all, let's just give everyone the link because you have an event coming up if we're listening live or soon because it's not until May. What is the address for the event? So uh, the event is called uh, Most Powerful Women in Network Marketing. Uh, and the purpose of this event is to empower women, right? Women who want to be, if you're not in network marketing, don't worry, you're still going to get a lot of value because uh, basic principles that uh, network marketing operates on is the mindset, is the skill set to, uh, there's a lot of uh, sales techniques like uh, Forbes is master at that. So all of those things is applicable to any business, whatever you want to sell, you can, uh, you, it can be network marketing products or services, or it can be anything else. It can be your bakery. All these principles going to help you in any business you want to do. So I'm inviting everybody who are in this business or outside of it, just come and participate in the event because um, the power of women coming together and pouring into each other and sharing their uh, strategies and sharing their stories and uh, how to be successful um, is applicable to anybody. So I'm excited about the event. Um, the link is mpw2023.com. M as most powerful women mpw2023.com and this event like i said is absolutely free and the reason why i'm doing it it's three days it's three days packed with content with um different strategies to help you grow your belief your self-esteem your confidence all those different things and relationships and how to be a mom how to build an empire uh juggling so many hats like we talked about it all of these different things <clears throat> And the reason why I wanted to do this event free, because two years ago when I did it free, I had 180,000 people registered from all over the world, which was insane uh, and uh, so powerful and amazing for me to see women coming together and supporting each other. So this year, my goal is to have a quarter of a million of women locking arms and, uh, you know, helping each other to become more powerful, more successful, more um, believe in ourselves more, all these different things. Um, so, you know, I, I love to, uh, I love this analogy because like when you are in the lake and you throw a little rock, you see that ripple effect, right? When you said like Marina, what drives you seeing the ripple effect of lives when people come to me at the event and say, you know, one time you said something and it touched my heart. One time you give me that idea, you give me that advice, you give me whatever, something that believe in me. And because of that, my situation changed because of that, I'm so powerful and successful now. These stories ignite me to the whole next level. So when I drop that little rock in the lake and that ripple effect uh, creates all that legacy, creates that impact. And uh, I'm done playing at the lake. I'm going for the ocean. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing this event for free so I can reach all the continents um, and not support just 20, 30, 40,000 people, but support quarter of a million and maybe half a million of women and give them the tools and strategies necessary to be successful, to shine at their uh, brightest self. So that's, that's what inspires me. That's what ignites me. So I'm going for the ocean. Now, I have a very, very important question. Have you discovered the 25th hour in a day? <laughs> uh, not yet. 
Not yet, but the reason I, okay. But the reason I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you how. What does a day in Marina's life look like? Because there are so many moving parts. But you also are a beautiful wife, and you got great fingernails. How do you? What's a day like for you? You know, every day is different because, like, before you touched a little bit of like a life balance. Uh, first of all, I don't believe in balance because uh, balance is like actually I should correct it. Balance for you, me, or your listeners can be so many different things. Right. If you look at my life from the outside in, you would say I'm nuts, I'm crazy, and I have zero balance in my life. But I honestly, uh, the way my husband and I work, first of all, we work from home. We are uh, working the same business. So we work technically 24-7. We can be sitting watching a hockey game and still talk about some marketing ideas. We can be... Uh, sitting in a hot tub and still thinking, it's like, okay, how I can improve this event or how I can create this um, um, better product or experience or whatever it might be. So we talk about work a lot, not because we're crazy workaholics. We kind of are. We work our asses off all the time, but because we love what we do. We do not separate. This is life. This is work. For me, it's all life. Because I love what I do. Why would I stop after 7 p.m. or after 6 p.m. talking about something that I'm passionate about or talking about something that I love? So I don't, I, I don't do that. We view our life in seasons. So there is a season when I'm working 12, 14 hours a day. And right now I'm in that season because I'm promoting my event. I'm working on the agenda. I'm communicating with all the speakers. So right now I'm going to be go, 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 go mode. Right. But when event is over, I'm going to have a little bit different season. Right. When I can slow down, when I can relax, when I spend a little bit more time with kids and everybody in the family knows when mom and dad are in a go go mode, they they support, they cooperate and they realize that then later they're going to be like, you know, like a little carrot that we're going to do something together, that we're going to go on a trip or vacation or something that we're going to have a little bit more quality time with our children. And then guess what? It's going to be another go-go time. So it's like, you know, life is like a roller coaster. You're going up, you're amping up, and then you have a little bit of time, a little breather, and then you're climbing in next mountain, you're working towards next event or next project. That's the way I see it. So my day is different. It depends on what season I'm in. So right now, my day is going to be, like you said, I'm going to be reaching and looking for that 25th hour. But I think the biggest challenge, uh, the biggest thing and distinction for everybody to realize that you and I have exactly the same amount of hours in a day. The difference is what do we do in those hours. Uh, I'm working hard, but more importantly, I'm always looking for opportunities to work smarter, not just, you know, constantly be a workhorse, but find the ideas, find the strategies. That's where the mentors come in. So I can get somebody's 20, 30, 40 years of experience, and I can either buy that experience or I can plug into their systems and learn from them. Whatever way I can do that, get that knowledge, get that wisdom, so I don't have to spend 20 years. So I don't have to discover it on my own. So I don't have to make mistakes that they made. I'm always trying to either earn my seat at that table or pay for my seat at the table, at the bigger table of people who are more successful, more influential than me, who can teach me what I don't know. It's interesting listening to you. I have a lot of students 
on all walks of life. And I listen to my beginner students. They don't talk like you. They don't think like you and they need to. There's a lot of, oh, I'm struggling and I'm sad. And you hear this energy. And when you just listen to Marina's attitude, her eyes, her, her drive, the organization of it, it's just spectacular. And I would urge all of you listening that the, even the languaging that she's using is so specific and intentional and beautiful. And so I just honor you for that. And I think my audience should be just thrilled to have you here. Um, what? And I know, what's the silliest thing that nobody knows that you do? Oh, I don't know if it's silliest, but uh, I love I love to travel and I'm afraid of traveling. I'm, I'm afraid of flying. So, what? yes, I am petrified of flying. And that's the crazy part because I travel more than anybody I know. Uh, I have my jet. <laughs> and every time I'm kind of like, when we take off, I'm kind of like my nails and my everything is like in the left leather seat and I'm kind of like buckling up and I'm just like, I'm not a happy camper. But um, I think it's also um, an example of I'm conquering my fears because my mission and my passion are much higher than that. And recognizing that we all have our challenges, we all have our fears, we all have our weaknesses. The question is, who is the master in that game? Are you going to allow your fears to stop you from living your best life, from traveling and seeing the world and uh, impacting millions of lives, or are you going to become a winner? You're going to be the master of your life. So for me, I'm um, I'm conquering my fears uh, day in and day out, and uh, it's actually fun and exciting. It's scary, but it's fun and exciting. Have you ever jumped out of a plane? Uh, God, no. No, they're not that. Planes are not made <laughs> to be jumped off. You know, you just need to ride in it and hope it lands. <laughs> oh, listen to, oh, well, you know, I grew up flying airplanes. My dad was a, a private pilot. And so I'm going to, we're going to go up in a private. Have you done that? Have you ever flown your own little plane? No, I, uh, I haven't flown. My, my plane is like, they will not let me anywhere near to. Oh, all no, no, no. Your planes, is, your planes are, you know, the American airlines. I'm talking <laughs> about a four seater plane. We're going to go up and oh. do that. Because I, because wait, no, just just saying, just putting it out there. I think it's a, I think it's a control freak part of me, right? I need to be in control, not by any means that I'm. I know how to fly the airplane, or I'm better than my pilots. They are so much better, but that's the control freak in me. Is like I'm not in control. That's what freaks me out. I think I love that. Best, uh, we have, we have really have two minutes left. Oh my god, um, best parenting tip you know. Oh, I treat. Uh, first of all, I teach my kids to uh, treat people with respect and treat people the way you want to be treated. So I always talk to them as adults. Uh, I always try to encourage them. I'm by any means the perfect parent. I don't know all the answers, but that's when I'm honest with them. And it's like, hey, I'm trying to do my best. Uh, eventually, when you grow up, you'll have your kids. Um, you will hopefully going to do a better job than me. But I'm always trying to encourage them. And I talk to them like adults. I think that's the biggest uh, success, uh, in my opinion, with my kids. We have just 30 seconds left. Your hope for the world and how to find out your free event. Well, my hope for the world that uh, people going to be finding more commonalities than differences, uh, understanding that together we're much more powerful than apart. And uh, I hope you're going to join me at my free event, uh, May 5th through the 7th. It's going to be a lot of fun. And thank you so much, Forbes, for having me today. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I, I cherish you. I cherish the wisdom, the friendship, and the inspiration of which you supply all for me. And I wanted it out to my entire audience around the globe. To everyone listening, thank you so very much for your time. We're here every Wednesday live. And of course, on every platform, the podcast lives called Forbes Factor. We focus on health, 
wealth, and happiness. If you're listening live, have a beautiful, blessed International Women's Day and make every day a wonderful day. Bye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.